This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. To my favorite murder. This is the mini-sode. Where we read you shit, your own shit, right back to you. You sent it to us. We have no choice but to read it to you. You forced our hand. It's the agreement we all made at the beginning of this <laughs> television, I mean, uh, podcast. And it'll never end. And it will never be over. Um, do you have a good one to end on, like a lighthearted one? Mm-hmm. Okay, then let me go first. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Because mine are about maggots and stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this just says, hometown story. Yes. Hey, gals. First off, <laughs> massive fan. You guys get me through my grueling commute on the Los Angeles metro. Ugh. Anywho, I'll get to it. I moved to L.A. about a year ago, but before that, I lived in a small city in Missouri called Springfield. You know, the home of Gypsy Blanchard. Oh. Is that right? M.O. is Missouri, right? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got that <laughs> Congratulations. right. Congratulations. Thank you. Cut that out. <laughs> I had lived in an apartment downtown for about three years and had many sketchy things happen to me, but this was by far the sketch, the scariest. I kept seeing this creepy dude with Jeffrey Dahmer glasses and a dirty ass shirt skulking around the premises for a while. Mm -mm. I assumed he was a new tenant. This is just the whole story reminds me of when I lived in Hollywood that and it's terrifying. Yeah. He always creeped on me in the basement laundry room and I would ignore his attempts at interacting. Fucking apartment building laundry rooms. Is there anything scarier? Or more dangerous. Totally. You bring a weapon and get real confrontational. If you think someone's quote unquote creeping on you in the laundry room, turn around and go batshit bananas on that person. Or just stop washing your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or get a friend who has a washer dryer. Take out a loan uh, from the bank in quarters. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and take it on down to a very full laundry mat. That's a great idea. One day, I walked to the gas station around the corner and noticed he was following me. I thought maybe he was just going to the gas station, too, but he followed me there, waited outside, and then followed me back home. I was freaked out, but I told myself, ugh, maybe it's just a stupid coincidence. Well, guess what? It wasn't. Later that week, one of my female neighbors t- had told me she'd gotten attacked the night before by a man in glasses. He had come up behind her and tried to grab her and drag her down the stairs. Luckily, she fought back and got away from him and called the police. Turns out he had been squatting in the basement for about a month and my idiot apartment manager did nothing about it. And guess what? Neither did the police. They let him go because there was already an ongoing investigation involving him that they, quote, didn't want to interfere with. Also, all caps. Also, he was a registered sex offender. Jesus Christ. The ongoing investigation they were talking about involved him raping a 13-year-old girl. Holy shit. Needless to say, I trust my gut now when it tells me someone is a creepy fuckhead. Yes. Thanks for being the best, Lacey. Jesus Christ. Guys. So there, because it's an ongoing investigation that he might be a child rapist. Right. Go ahead and let him do whatever he wants. Trespassing. Getting him in for trespassing will derail the investigation. Oh, my God. We we have to watch our own fucking backs. Jesus. Well, and also... Yeah, and it's 
if you are in, if someone is walking behind you and there's more than one gas station in your town, yeah. it is not a coincidence. You're allowed to turn around and pepper spray people that are following too close to you. You're also allowed to turn around and go, get the fuck away from me. I'm not kidding. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Say, be confrontational. Be aggressive. Yeah. Like, those people need to know that you're paying attention yeah. and that you're, or be, or turn around and take a picture of them and be like, you're a That's fucking a creep. Great Quit idea. following me. Now I have a picture of you. <gasps> I'm taking it to the cops. That's a great idea. You know, when I got, um, I got boxed in, like someone trapped me off the freeway because he thought I cut him off and I couldn't go anywhere. He got out of his car, came to my window and I d- was panicking. I didn't know what to do. He was yelling at me. I started recording him with my phone. Yeah. And as soon as I did that, he acted all normal and walked away. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Get get them, uh, get proof. Start mm. collecting your own proof and show them that's what you're doing. Yeah. Show them that you're not pretending they're not there because you're scared. Right. Show them you're scared. Therefore, you're going to go nutso. Love it. Yes, please. Love it. Also, involve your friends. Involve the guy that works at the gas station. Yeah. Say to the guy that works at the gas station, can you help me? That guy's following me. Yeah. Like, do see, see if anyone will jump in on it right. with you. Right, totally. But also... Save it for save it for when you know. Yeah, carry pepper spray. Make sure you're not. That's not happening a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, be your own best editor. But when you truly feel it, go with it. That's right. Go your pepper it. spray has only a few sprays in it. And remember that too. It runs out pretty quick. But know that people will help you. Yeah. Look for a mom type. Yeah. And look at her and go, this guy's freaking me out. Yeah. Or stop and be like, can you pretend that we're friends really quickly because I this person's following me? Just don't be afraid to rope in others <laughs> that look safe, have clean shirts. Right. You know. Right. This We just get right into this. What up? You're also rad that I even got my scaredy cat sister and my boyfriend who hates most things into Aww. MFM. Hi, guys. Yes. Thank you. Those two, are, those are the victory people. Yeah. Guys who aren't in- interested and women who are like, I can't listen to I don't it. I like murder. Hi. Hi. Thank you. So when my older brother was a teenager, he was a regular hooligan and was always getting into some sort of mostly harmless trouble. One day in 2008, when my brother was in, a junior in high school, he decided to stay home while my parents, sister and I went on a little lake day a few hours away. Uh, just when we were about to get ice cream, my mom got a call from my end. This is what I heard. What? He's where? Is he okay? He did what? Oh, my God. Okay, we'll be there in a few hours. Oh. It turns out my 17-year-old brother and a group of his pals were hanging out in one of their female friends' nice-ass wealthy neighborhoods filming a movie. In this movie, they were pretending to kidnap the girl. Oh, my God. Well, girlfriend had been taking acting since she was eight and pulled out all her acting skills. Yes, girl. They dragged her into the car kicking and screaming and then sped away. The girl's neighbor saw this and immediately called 911 <laughs> to report her kidnapping. Shouts, uh, shout out to the neighbor for calling 911 yeah. and asking questions later. Uh, well, the police wasted no time, put out an Amber Alert, and shut down the highways. They pulled over my brother and his friends and arrested them. Oh, my God. <laughs> they brought them to jail, and we picked him up after we finished our ice cream. <laughs> Looking back on it now, even though it was a pain in the ass for my idiot brother and my parents, I'm super glad that the neighbor took action when she thought she saw something happening and that the police reacted so quickly and took it so seriously. If my brother was a real kidnapper, they would have saved a girl's life. Oh. I don't think there were ever charges filed against my brother and his friends but I was only in the fourth grade so I was dumb and oblivious. He's 30 now and still basically a dumb teenager but he hasn't kin- kidnapped any more girls so we are singing big improvements. <laughs> Stay sexy and always 
always tell your neighbors before you kidnap your friends, Shelby. 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 That's hilarious. And I identify as having a troubled older brother. <laughs> also, I wonder if they still use that footage. I bet it was great. Seriously. Kids in high school who make movies on their own are so cool, I think. Oh, wait a second. That was from Shelby Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. my god we were there at the beginning you're not gonna believe it okay here's another one ready mm-hmm. uh it, i'm just gonna tell you it says emt story great uh howdy oh howdy howdy my great-grandmother was murdered by serial killer donald harvey which inspired my lifelong love of true crime Whoa. ultimately <laughs> landing me in career field i am in today this has nothing to do with that by the way oh that's just her the <laughs> that's kickoff the opening yeah um an emt and morgue employee i have lots of stories from both of these but the ones that keep me up at night are the ones from the morgue no shit. yeah i bet uh, I have seen it all, but my favorite is about what I accidentally brought home from an autopsy. Oh. <laughs> this summer was disgustingly hot, as we all know, which leads to some particularly unique circumstances for us at the morgue. Contrary to popular belief, morgues are actually pretty clean, and we use enough bleach that it doesn't smell too horrible. So when I walked in the door and immediately gagged, I knew it had to be bad. We had a decomp case in, mm. which is something I'm used to, but what I wasn't expecting was all the little critters. Oh. During the autopsy, a few hundred maggots started dropping to the floor okay gross but no big deal here's where it hits the fan a fucking mouse leaps out of the body bag and onto the floor oh my god i can handle anything except for rodents i bolt to the other side of the room and the little mouse is darting around searching for a place to hide so where does he decide to go right towards me great thankfully my shrieks of fear scared it off can you imagine being a morgue worker and an emt and you've seen so much shit you're scared of mike that's what i was gonna say i was just like everyone has their thing yeah everyone has their thing and for some people it's like i don't understand how you could ever do an autopsy and then for other people it's like i don't understand how you could ever look at a mouse yeah oh my god (laughs) um and that one there's clearly a right and wrong right thankfully my shrieks of fear scare it off and it runs under the door and into the supply closet after the day is done i come home and take off my shoes expecting to shower and eat cheetos to only to find that somehow a maggot got under my shoe covers and into my shoes. Fortunately, it was only one, but after the mouse, I was just over it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To make a long story short, I panic over a little critter. Pathetic, I know. Our pathologist (laughs) eventually finds the mouse a week later, who sadly had the ironic fate of dying at the morgue. Stay stay sexy and adopt cats to keep the mice away. Kira from Cincinnati. Wow. (laughs) Kira, thank you for doing the work you do. It's important. We don't mean to make fun of you or belittle your fears. No, we... You're brave in many ways. Yeah, it's ironic. It's it's ironic and hilarious. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you were... If we'd say it to your face. Yeah. Because it's cute. And you know it. Yeah. Okay. Now, this goes almost in the other direction. Stay sexy and think twice before you call the police. Okay. Right? All right. There's a lot of things Sometimes to entertain in this episode. Make judgments. Yeah. Judgment calls. Hey, loves. I grew up in Claremont in Western Australia and as such had a natural obsession with serial killers. In fact, both my parents were witnesses to the first disappearance in the Claremont serial killer case (gasps) as they were exiting Club Bayview, known back then as Club Basebew, when she was taken. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, they were there. When I was about 17, I was home alone when I heard a knock on the door. Two police officers had come by to show local residents photos of possible suspects in a recent attack of a fellow officer at Claremont train station. I had a very long look at the faces and said I would get in touch if I saw anyone who looked suspect nearby. 
Cut to the next day. I'm on the train going to work and I see two older men across from me who I recognize immediately. Mm. I change carriages and make a frantic call to police that the two assailants are on the train heading to Perth City. I get off the train in the city and there are easily 80 police officers storming the platform, ready to take down the attackers. When I suddenly realize that these two men are not the suspects no. I was shown, but are actually just friends of my dad's from the golf club. Oh, my God. I thought they were going to be the cops from the night before. So that's a little bit better. Oh, my no, Just God. her dad's friends. <laughs> I, of course, told the nearest police officer that I think I've made a mistake and hightail it out of there. And oh. thankfully, no one was hurt or arrested because of me. I think the moral of the story is that you should trust your gut unless you are an impressionable 17 year old with a flair for drama. <laughs> Stay sexy and arrest all old men. Adios, Rini. <laughs> wow. I love the parallels here. We've got good and bad. Yes, that's right. There's because everything is nuanced. There's it's just contextual. It's what's actually happening. You know, I bet part of the reason we don't trust our guts anymore is because it's it's probably wrong most of the time. But the <laughs> one, so we stop trusting it because we're like, remember that one time I called the fucking SWAT team sure. on my dad's golfing friends? There's always doubt. There's yeah. always the doubt that you're just kind of having a reaction. That's why it's right. like, check it, check it twice. But, Check it a third time. But trust your gut. But trust Even your though, gut. yeah, sure, it's a lie. A lie you know. The trust part is continuing to check. And then when you realize, oh, no, that's just Dan and Woody, my dad's <laughs> golf friends, you're fine. Correct it. Then get the fuck out of then there. Then get out of there. I'm glad she said something before she, like, told yes, on herself. Totally. I'm assuming Rini is a woman. The, because that would yeah. have been super screwed. If they try to arrest those two dudes, those poor dudes. Because then her dad's golf game screwed. <laughs> yeah. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like, perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. 
What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. I'm not going to tell you the title of this. Okay. Hello, all. Let's just get right down to the nitty gritty. Sure. Look, listen. So (laughs) I was a young mother. I had my son at 19 and I wasn't the wisest person at that age. Who is? I know. I was going to say that. She goes, not many 19 year olds are. (laughs) (laughs) I worked in a restaurant biz at the time, so I often needed sitters for the weekends and evenings. Sometimes my parents and sister just couldn't fit it into their schedule to take him. So I would have to outsource. One Saturday in particular, I asked my 14-year-old niece to watch him for a few hours until grandma could pick him up. So I dropped him off at her dad's house where she was staying for the weekend and headed out to work. Now let's get something straight here. I am not a gun advocate. I hate them. So my reaction when I found out that her dad had taken my, all caps, eight-year-old son to a shooting range and taught him how to shoot, as you can imagine... One, I was one pissed off mama. Now let's go ahead and fast forward about four years. Turns out my niece's father is a murderer. What? Jesus Christ. Yes, that's right. My son learned how to shoot a gun from a murderer. Her father actually shot his current wife something like 46 times. I honestly don't remember the exact number, but it was insanely high. Not my sister or the story would have been a lot more depressing. But yes, I'm that terrible mother. Anywho, stay sexy and don't let murderers teach your kids how to shoot guns, Angela. Oh, my God. I know. Twists, turns. That would have been bad enough with just the shooting a gun. Oh, I know. Really, I was fine with the gun range thing being the the height of that. That turns out horrible. No. Oh, come on. See why I didn't want to end? I want you to end. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to read the subject line. Okay. Hi, y'all. So my family moved to Austin, Texas shortly after leaving D.C. to raise me a wee baby in a normal suburban house with my brother and sister. Being a mother of three, as well as a badass in the state capitol, my mom was tired as hell of taking care of me. One night, after finally getting me to fall asleep, my mom dozed off. 
Uh, she woke to me screaming and crying on the baby monitor and was about to groggily get up and tend to me. But then she heard a strange man's voice over the monitor saying, Shh, come here. It's okay. Let's go to the car. And things like that. Oh. Instead of being horrified, waking my dad or calling the police, according to her, her only thought was, thank God somebody else is taking care of her. And she went back to bed. No. Eventually, my dad woke up and heard the voice bolted upstairs to my nursery where I was alone, sound asleep. Somehow, they realized that the monitor had crossed channels with our next-door neighbors who had the same system for their baby. Jesus! Anyway, love y'all. Please come back to Austin. Thank you, Regan. How do you ever trust your mother again? Uh, for real. Like, well, she was so tired. I know, That I know. she was just like, someone's doing something. <laughs> but did I ever tell you, this same thing happened with my friends, Peter and Nancy. They had, their kids were babies. Yeah. They had a, a video monitor. And they were sitting there one night and Peter looked, or maybe it was friends of theirs. I think it was their friends told yeah. them the story. That They looked over and they saw hands <gasps> going into the baby crib. And it was the same thing, bolting upstairs like someone is in the baby's room yeah. and they go up there the baby's asleep it's fine and it was they were looking at the the crossed feed <sighs> of their their neighbor's monitor because here's what would happen you go in there and the baby's fine so the second thing would be we have fucking ghosts I wouldn't be like oh and the neighbors must have crossed feed you'd be like there's a demon in my fucking house <laughs> and I I would think the second thing would be you stand there shitting your pants yes. in the baby's room yes. like a baby yes because that would be so scary because you have demons now <laughs> you're gonna have to go into the monitor kill the demon ow i just hurt myself it was a demon um that was good and that was a good one to end on thank you (laughs) um thanks for listening send your we really need your stories my favorite murder at gmail send your weird funny interesting stories make it concise yes we want to hear um whatever you have to tell us tell us a good story and uh you know two paragraphs max yeah like something like that happened in your family that's that everyone laughed about at in the end but in the, but at first you thought you had demons sure a demon is fine yeah. a hidden treasure is fine anything your grandparents did with weapons is great that's right uh also little brother, brothers and sisters with weapons is ways great. you almost killed your kids when they were little on accident that's always a good one or those. let's just remind everybody of my number one of all time the little boy that dro- rode around on his bike uh <laughs> chainsawing down telephone poles in his town you know uh, just uh mayhem. mayhem don't forget that mayhem is a theme that we like to hear Cause about stirring some shit up come on what's that time that you cr- climbed up the water tower because you would drink too many wine coolers and then <laughs> knocked it over or whatever whatever do it has to be true though yeah okay all Stay right sexy and don't get murdered goodbye, goodbye. elvis you want a cookie <laughs>